So if you can tell us about the challenges, you challenges you face in simulating uh, maybe material in NBM, what could be the real challenge that you face? Yeah, so, okay, one of the, I'd say there's like two main challenges to NPM. The first being um, modeling extremely stiff materials can be computationally really intensive um, because of our CFL limit on how big of a time step we can take uh, when materials are really stiff. Um, and so oftentimes if we want to model something super stiff, like for example, in NISO NPM, we modeled um, some bone fractures and bone, of yeah. course, is a super stiff material. And we actually did model that with extremely high stiffness, um, unlike a lot of other demos we've done. And those demos took a long time to run because we were required to take these really small time steps, um, especially in explicit NPM specifically, rather than implicit NPM. Um, And that uh, limitation can really slow down progress. Um, So for example, if you wanted to model something like brittle fracture, you'd very likely need to have some way of like, allowing larger time steps. So maybe you use implicit NPM. But also implicit NPM kind of has its own problems, um, not associated to time, but also kind of associated to time because you're solving a huge system in implicit NPM. And sometimes that can be more intensive than just using a smaller time step with explicit NPM. Uh, So it really varies. It's really kind of an art, as I've learned. (laughs) um, So I'd say the second problem Um, in modeling, at least NPM fracture, I'm making this all very in that context, um, is that NPM has problems with strong discontinuities in velocity fields. So if you want to have two materials, or you want to tear a material in half, at that fracture, um, NPM has trouble actually modeling the velocity going one way and then the velocity going the other way right at that interface. And that's actually due to this um, kind of interpolation we're doing to blend um, physical properties onto a background grid. Um, and so this is the hybrid hybrid part of this method, as I mentioned. So it's hybrid in the sense that we're simulating a material as a set of points, um, but we're actually kind of blending their physical properties onto a background grid and then doing some computations on the background grid because the background grid enables us to discretize all of these governing equations uh, really nicely because it's an Eulerian grid and it's, you know, there's a lot of um, very direct ways to discretize things on an Eulerian grid. And then after we're done, you know, updating forces and velocities, uh, we can actually transfer those back to the particles at the end. Um, And so it's this blending step to and from the grid that actually makes it really hard to do really discontinuous velocities. Um, And so that's another uh, kind of obstacle to pretty much any type of NPM simulation where you want things to have extremely sharp um, cracks or extremely sharp uh, interfaces or just extremely sharp topology, I guess. Because FEM was really kind of the main tool for fracture simulation for a long time. And I mean, it still is, really. Um, Even in the engineering and mechanics communities, uh, most of the papers I see are... Um, in FEM because it's uh, it's a great method like I can't you know <laughs> really can't yeah. say it's not like MPM versus FEM but they're both great in their own ways you know for different fields um, but FEM does yeah really struggle with the reliance on the mesh because we have to do all of that cutting and remeshing um, yeah. it's so intensive and I think also kind of just on top of it FEM you know, you have to handle collisions, and that's really intensive, and self-contact, and inversion, and, like, all these things related to the mesh. 
And on top of it, it's a total Lagrangian formulation. So all of your deformations are in terms of your original um, geometry. And so that actually makes really large deformations also kind of difficult. Um, yeah. But of course, there's been a lot of research and engineering work kind of trying to alleviate that. Um, but yeah, MPM gets a lot of that stuff for free. We get multi-material simulation for free. We get contact for free. Uh, get large deformations, topology change, all these things kind of just totally intrinsic to the method and kind of intrinsic to having this Lagrangian view of the material uh, rather than the mesh, you know. So I think the point about handling large topology change, I think that's something also in, in the MBM is maybe easier and beneficial yeah. as well, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. 